This is Dare Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new week here at Dare Hallmark. My name is Dara, and I'm going to be bringing you reviews of Hallmark Channel movies, TV shows, and stuff. And today's episode is where we're going to get into the and stuff (laughs) of Dear Hallmark. So we did not get a new movie over the weekend from Hallmark Channel, but we did get a new movie from Up TV. Up TV for February, they are calling their lineup Flirty February. And so the first offering that we received from Up TV for Flirty February is Listen Out for Love. And I want to talk to you guys about that one. But first, I thought I'd give you my history with Up TV because I do have a history with them. So Up TV used to be called GMC, which stood for the Gospel Music Channel. My sister and I would watch it all of the time. They played cool Christian music from all genres, rock, rap, uh, pop, gospel, uh, any genre you could name, they had it for the Christian. And I loved it. Me and my sister loved it, especially on Friday nights that they played a lot of their hip hop on Friday nights. And then they also did like concerts. They would do special in-studio concerts. We would watch those. It was just a really cool channel. And then, slowly but surely, we started to see them acquire certain TV shows that they would air outside of music. And then we saw them starting to do stage plays. And these would be plays that would be performed in a theatrical setting, but without an audience. So if you are subscribed to Up Faith and Family or Up TV, if you've seen this, the play or the title, She's Not Our Sister, She's Still Not Our Sister, For Richer, For Poorer, For Better, For Worse, In Sickness and In Health, that was from GMC. And they actually did a marriage series, like the Marriage Vows series, which is where those titles come from. And these are very beautiful, prominent Black actors and actresses playing in these plays, which was really cool to see. For instance, from She's Still Not Our Sister, we had Kalita Smith from The Bernie Mac Show, Christian Keys from some Tyler Perry work. Um, We had another young woman. Oh, I forget where she's from. I, oh gosh, I I forget where she's from. But um, in in Sickness and in Health, we had Jennifer Freeman and um, our guy from Half and Half. And from this day forward, I believe that was Leon and Essence Atkins, also starring a Christian rapper named Flame. For For Richer and Poorer, we have Rockman Dunbar and LaToya Luckett from, uh, what was the other one? There was a couple others as well. But that is where those plays came from. And then over time, the music became less and less and the movies and TV shows became more frequent until we I remember seeing the commercial when GMC was changing its name from GMC to up TV and up stands for uplifting entertainment and so you know thus is life and 
we got the Christmas movies, one of my favorite Christmas movies that I have to watch every year, Marry Me for Christmas, starring, uh, oh my gosh, why can't I think of her? Every time I record, I can't think of her name. It's I know the leading guy, his name is Brad James. Um, we have Victoria Rowell in there. Um, Jason Weaver from Smart Guy, who plays Marcus, he's in this. It's one of my favorites. The fashion is phenomenal. The acting is on point. The chemistry is there. It's a really good time, you guys. And they've had four other sequels outside, like, after this Marry Me for Christmas, um, centered around the Chandler family, which is what this that movie is centered around. But, y'all, so that's kind of my history with Up TV. Um... I, I'm definitely used to their movies, but they have since, you know, become a movie, a made-for-TV movie network, much like Hallmark, where they just show reruns of older shows all day. So specifically on UpTV, we get Reba, Gilmore Girls, and um, I'm trying to think if there's one more. I don't know if we get the Golden Girls, but I know for sure Reba and Gilmore Girls are always playing on Up TV. By the way, I've never seen an episode of Gilmore Girls, so if you want me to, if you want me to like dive into the world of Gilmore Girls, let me know. That would be something interesting because I've literally never seen an episode. I've only seen a clip that some people have sent me, but that's it. However. Now, Up TV, like I said, they are um, they're competing with Hallmark in the sense of having the themed months, the made-for-TV romances, and the Christmas movies. So, I thought, let's check out our cousins, our brothers, our sisters over at Up TV since we didn't have a, Hallmark, a new Hallmark Channel movie this weekend. And honestly, looking at the lineup, I might watch the rest of their Flirty February because it looks dang good <laughs> dang good can i say that the one that's coming on this weekend the same weekend as autumn reese's new wedding veil movie um is called the story of love this is with Brittany bristow and franco lopresti this dude i i can't i've never seen a man like him in my life and i'm just like who what is going on I literally, seeing that trailer for the first time, my mouth dropped open. And I said, this is too much for my little computer screen. I, what is happening with the homie? I'm excited to see Brittany Bristow in this. I still have to watch the movie she did with Corey Sevier. Um, I believe it was an autumn movie. I still have to watch that one. But this one, oh my goodness, you bet your bottom's dollar I'm watching it. You bet your bottom's dollar I'm watching it. And then the one that's coming on on the 20th, because Up TV's movies air Sunday night. So the one um, that's coming on on the 20th is, I forget what it's called, but it's about a poet and a musician collaborating together and her getting out of her comfort zone to put her poems to music. And the guy is the musician in this in this instance. I'm not sure what the last movie is going to be for Flirty February, but these next two, hot diggity dog, I'm in it to win it. I'm jumping in. I'm, I'm diving in. I'm going deep. Head over my heels. I'm going to be <laughs> shout out Stephen Curtis Chapman 
<laughs> All right, y'all. So we're going to take a micro break. And when I come back, we're going to talk about listen out for love. All right, you guys, let's talk about listen out for love. So this movie is a podcasting movie, which is really, really cool. And we have Peyton and Alex. Peyton is a producer at Shakeup Media. And she's currently producing a podcast about, you know, good vibrations, mindful morning, whatever. So her boss comes to her and tells her that she wants to get this really, like, cool TV show host to come to the podcast. Um, He's loud, brash. He's a loose cannon. And she sets up a meeting with him. It's at a rock climbing gym. He invites her to go rock climbing with her, with him. He ends up signing to the media company. And as they're developing his podcast, Peyton and Alex are clashing on all cylinders. Until they find their golden ticket. His friend, Jackie Gray, who's also her favorite author and someone she looks up to. She's looking for love, and she's an older woman. She's, I would assume, 50 plus. Gorgeous, short gray hair. Oh, that cut was so sharp. So as they're trying to find love for her, they are also falling in love with each other as well. And throughout the movie, you can see them bending and learning from each other, um, but also staying committed to one another. And then there's this little instance where her ex tries to come back in because he's also a podcast talent as well. And he tries to weasel his way back into her life. And she's like, no, no, boo-boo. I'm with Alex. And that's where I'm staying. So let me give you my overall thoughts. This movie was a tad slow. But I still enjoyed it. It was super inspirational for me as a podcaster. Um... It reminded me of why I started my podcast network and my print and digital media company, Avenue 89. Uh, Last year, as Dear Hallmark was gaining momentum, I kind of lost a sense of what I wanted to do with Avenue 89 because Dear Hallmark was becoming its own beast, if you will. (laughs) And I didn't know what to make of it. So I kind of had like Avenue 89 went through a bit of an identity crisis. Um, Because I wasn't sure if I was going to keep Dear Hallmark under Avenue 89 or if Dear Hallmark was going to be its own entity, like its own separate thing. Um, And so I kind of left it alone and just focused on Dear Hallmark content, building it up and until I got to a rhythm that I felt comfortable with. And so now that I feel now that I feel settled and in a rhythm with what I want to do with Dear Hallmark, watching this movie has made me it, it, it inspired me to go back to the building blocks of Avenue 89 and revisit what I wanted to do, the big vision that I had and what I saw for myself with this company. And so I'm so excited to kind of be re, to kind of rebuild um and re do I want to say restructure? I don't know if I want to say restructure or repackage Avenue 89 and who it is and what it offers. 
Um, if you guys want to take a look at what it is now, there's a link in the show notes um, and you can look around and see the different things that Avenue 89 offers. Um, I do have another podcast outside of this called The Book Sale for all my book nerds and readers alike. That's where I kind of nerd out on books. I love reading. And so I, I'm starting to get into different genres, which is where I'm wanting to take the podcast this year is exploring other genres outside of romance, because that was a genre that I was heavily focused on for much of my literary diet. I digress. You see what this movie did? Like this movie was super inspirational. Um, it was aesthetically pleasing to watch as well. Her outfits were, were beautiful. I didn't mind that it wasn't a like a a winter movie because up that's something I don't think up TV does that. I know they do it for the fall for Christmas and for Valentine's day. But other than that, I don't see them really subscribing to seasonal movie offerings like Hallmark does. That's almost, but that literally has become Hallmark's brand at this point is seasonal movies. So I wasn't expecting that from up TV. However, I did notice that they still try to incorporate lots of red and pinks throughout. For instance, at this specific coffee cart that they frequented throughout the movie, all of the the sleeves for their to-go cups were light pink. And I noticed like her fingernails were pink. Um, a lot of the places they went to incorporated a lot of reds. Um, so that was them kind of putting in some Valentine's feels within their flirty February movies. I'm curious what it's going to look like next week because next week is more so an outdoorsy movie. And I know he's in the leading guys in like a, a red and black flannel. I saw a clip of a scene of that, but I'm curious to see what that, if they're going to do that for Brittany Bristow's movie uh, this coming Sunday. But there were a couple of things. I appreciated that they explored a love interest of um, an older woman who was still so lively and um, engaging. I love the woman who played Jackie Gray. She was gorgeous and endearing. I enjoyed watching her. Um, there was one scene where the three of them, Peyton, Jackie, and Alex, were sitting at at a restaurant for lunch and they had salads like full plates of salads on their on the table but nobody was touching anything they were just sitting back in their chairs it was literally as if the plates were props or the food was props and that's something that I don't like I I'm like if you're at lunch make me believe you're at lunch like don't just say you at lunch and it's just you sitting at a table with some food on there like make me believe that you're actually eating like can I have some of that salad because you're just letting it go to waste <laughs> you know um the the ending was five bags of Cheetos, five, four, and I'm not talking snack bags. I'm talking family-sized bags of Cheetos, but what do you expect? The, okay, here's another thing that I cracked up and I felt so awkward. When I tell you Chester, the awkward sea turtle, swam up to me and said hello, that it was during this scene. So they are... Um, throughout the movie as they're finding Jackie Love. It's all culminating to this event where uh, Alex and Peyton would reveal if she found love and who's it with. It was going to be a live event at a specific venue. So they're talking about how much tickets have sold and how much it was like popping on social media. Child, we get to the event. I 
cannot make this up. I promise you it's like only 10 to 12 people there. When I saw that, I hollered to the moon like a lone wolf. I don't understand how you're going to pump me up that this is going to be the event at the end of the movie. This is going to be the end all be all. And when I tell you it was less people at this event than there were at the the unveiling of that painting at the during in the wedding veil. When what's Kevin's name? Peter. When Pe- when they were unveiled the gala little party, it was less people at this event than there were at the wedding veil event. I said, what in the entire world is happening? <laughs> But that aside, um, the ending wrapped up a little bit too quickly, too. I wasn't expecting them to just kiss. Like, I'm like, okay, are they going to be together forever? Are they just dating? Do they actually love each other? Or is it just interest? Um, I didn't want a love declaration, mind you, but I still wanted to know, okay, so we're dating. I'm guessing that's safe to assume. Um, In either event... I, yeah, I en- I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, would I watch it again? Not like sit down and watch. I feel like if, if I'm cleaning or cooking, this is something to have on in the background for sure. It's a perfect background movie for that. I do think it's worth your watch once, but I don't think it has, at least in my book, I don't think it has much rewatch value. So in rating these up TV movies, um, I normally do crowns for Hallmark. I'm going to do hearts to represent up TV's flirty February. So for listen out for love, I'm giving that movie three hearts. Like I said, I enjoyed it, although it was a tad slow. I do think the actors had great chemistry and I think that you will enjoy yourself when you watch it but honestly I wouldn't be surprised if you find it slow and then you you just don't watch it at all but yeah so (laughs) well you guys that is going to conclude this Dear Hallmark episode thank you so much for listening if you're listening through Apple podcasts or Spotify, be sure to rate and review the podcast. Let me know your thoughts. I'll be reading reviews as they come in here on the podcast, but also not only does it help me, but it does something with the algorithm where it's the more reviews, the more other people will be able to see other Hallmark content that is out there for them to consume. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the Dear Hallmark YouTube channel because there is an accompanying video with this review. Mind you, I don't go in as in depth as much, but you can still see my facial expressions for certain things. And it's just a different medium to take in the content in terms of the reviews. So be sure to subscribe and be sure to follow dear hallmark on instagram i randomly go live at times and just talk to the peoples sometimes i go live as i watch a movie and i just i i love posting seasonal feels in my stories and prompts on the grid so we we've crafted a beautiful community there over on instagram so be sure to follow dear hallmark on instagram And lastly, lastly, I have released a novella titled Chasing Wind. 
And in the short of things, it's about a young woman named Sydney who's navigating life post-college and her life isn't where she wanted it to be. She gets an opportunity through a job to kind of craft the life that she's always wanted. But she finds out, is this really the life that she's always wanted? Is it everything that she's cracked up to be? So there's a link in the show notes for purchase for the, so you can purchase it. It's on Amazon um, in both print and ebook. So in both Amazon and Kindle, you'll find Chasing Wind. And with that being said, you guys, I look forward to talking with you tomorrow. We're going back to the shores for episode three and four. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.